0: I have no complaints about the press coverage. I will never complain about it. I think that each of you were, was writing it as you believed it, and uh, I want that always to be the case in America. Now, the other thing I want to say is this. I, I congratulate Governor Brown, as uh, Herb Klein has already indicated, for his victory. He has, I think, the greatest honor and the greatest responsibility of uh, any governor in the United States. And as he has this honor and this responsibility, I I, uh, I think that uh, he will now have certainly uh, a position of, of uh, tremendous interest for America and uh, as well as for the people of California. I wish him well. Uh, I wish him well not only from a personal standpoint because there were never on my part any personal considerations uh, i believe governor brown has a heart uh... even though he believes i do does not uh... i believe he is a good american even though he feels i am not and uh... therefore i wish him well because uh... he is the governor of the first state uh... he won uh... and uh, i want this state to be led with uh, courage, I want it to be led decisively, and I want it to be led with the, uh, certainly with the assurance that the man who lost the campaign uh, never during the course of the campaign raised a personal consideration against his opponent, never allowed any words indicating that his opponent uh, was motivated by lack of heart or lack of patriotism to pass his lips. I'm proud of the fact that I defended my opponent's patriotism. Uh, you gentlemen didn't report it, but I am proud that I did that. Uh, I am proud also that I defended the fact that he was a man of good motives, a man that I disagreed with very strongly, but a man of good motives. I want that for once, gentlemen. I would appreciate it if you would write what I'm saying uh, in that respect. Uh, I think it's very important that you write it a- in the lead, uh, in the lead. Now, I don't mean by that, incidentally, all of you. Uh, There's one reporter here who has uh, religiously, when he was covering me, uh, and incidentally this is no reflection on the others because some of you, you know, weren't bothered. One reporter, Carl Greenberg, he's the only reporter in the Times that fits this thing, who wrote every word that I said. Wrote it fairly, wrote it objectively. Uh, I don't mean that others didn't have a right to do it differently. But Carl, despite whatever feelings he had, felt that he had an obligation to report the facts as he saw them. Uh, I am saying these things about the press because I understood that that was one of the things you were particularly interested in. There'll be no questions at this point on that score. I'll be glad to answer other questions. Now, above everything else, I want to express my appreciation to our volunteer workers. It was a magnificent group. $500,000 was spent, according to Newsweek magazine, to get out the vote on election day. They had a right to do that, if they could get the money. We didn't have that kind of money, but believe me, we had wonderful spirit. And our 100,000 volunteer workers, I was proud of. I think they did a magnificent job. Uh, I only wish they could have gotten out a few more votes in the key precincts, but uh, because they didn't, uh, Mr. Brown has won, and uh, I have lost the election. Like to say a word nationally. I know that some of you are interested in that. I have not been able to appraise the results for the Congress because uh, not enough of them are in. I only understand that we've uh, that we approximately broke even. Is that correct in the Congress? <coughs> well, at least that's what I have. Did you have a report on the Congress? Uh, any of you? Uh, it was about even. Well, Democrats picked up some. They picked up some. Well, well, so, oh, I know in the Senate they did. Yeah, Bob, I understood that. But in the House, I understand we picked up five in the House. Well, you can't <coughs> tell because California isn't in on that yet. Well, the most significant result of this election was what happened in four major states. Rockefeller's victory in New York, Scranton's victory in Pennsylvania, Rhodes's victory in Ohio, Romney's victory in Michigan means that in 1964, the Republican Party will be revitalized. Now, it'll be revitalized, of course, provided the Republicans in California also uh, can under new leadership, not mine, uh, because I have fought the fight and now it's up to others to take this responsibility of leadership. And I don't say this with any bitterness because I I just feel that that's the way it should be. But the Republican Party under new leadership in California needs a... uh, A a new birth of spirit, a new birth of unity, uh, because uh, we must carry California in 64 uh, if we are to carry the nation. But when you look at New York and Pennsylvania, uh, Ohio and Michigan, uh, and the solid Republican Midwest, uh, 1964 is a horse race. Uh, I say this with no... Uh, indication that I don't think that President Kennedy has immense popularity at the moment, and uh, popularity which uh, came out as a result of his handling of the Cuban situation. Uh, But on the other hand, uh, now the problems arise. Uh, What will happen in Cuba? Uh, Can we allow this uh, cancer of communism to stay there? Is there a deal with regard to NATO? Is there going to be with regard to NATO and the Warsaw Pact uh, are we going to uh, continue any kind of an agreement in Cuba which means that Khrushchev got what we said we would never agree to before he made his threats with regards to his missiles and that is uh, in effect ringing down an iron curtain around Cuba these these are things that Mr. Kennedy, of course, will have to face up to, and I'm, I just hope and I'm confident that if he has his own way, he will face up to it. If he can only get those who opposed atomic tests, who want him to admit red China to the UN, all of the woolly heads around him, if he can just keep them away from him and, uh, and stand strong and firm with that good Irish fight of his, America will be in good shape in foreign policy. Domestically, I'm answering these questions because I know that some of you will ask them. Uh, Domestically, uh, the economy needs to get going again. Uh, The Cuban thing, of course, has had a tendency to to obscure that. Uh, A lot of defense contracts have uh, come into California and other areas. I'm not complaining about it. Uh, That's the way the political game is played. Uh, But uh, I do feel that it is important that the economy get going again. And uh, I trust that through tax reform or some other device uh, relying on individual enterprise and individual opportunity that the economy will get going again. To me, more important than anything else, America has got to move now. It's got to move forward economically with productivity. Uh, It's got to move forward. And I'll say it in the presence of my good friend from Britain here, Ed Tetlow. Uh, it's got to move forward relying on individual enterprise and individual opportunity. One last thing. What are my plans? Well, my plans, uh, I'm going to get acquainted with my family again, and, uh, my plans incidentally are, from a political standpoint, of course, to, uh, uh, take a holiday. Uh, it will be a long holiday, uh, I don't say this with any sadness. Uh, I couldn't feel, uh, frankly, uh, more, uh, well, frankly, proud of my staff for the campaign they helped me to put on. Uh, We campaigned against great odds. We fought a good fight. We didn't win. Uh, And I take the responsibility for any mistakes. Uh, As far as they're concerned, uh, they are magnificent people, and I hope whoever... Next runs in California will look at my staff and uh, take some of these people, use them because they're they're great political uh, properties, shall we say? Putting it in the in a very uh, materialistic way. One last thing. People say, what about the past? What about losing in '60 and losing in '64? Uh, I remember. Uh, somebody on my last tele- television program said, Mr. Nixon, isn't it a comedown having run for president and almost made it to run for governor? The answer is I'm proud to run for governor. Uh, I would like to have won. But I, uh, not having won, uh, the main thing was that I battled. Battled for the things I believed in. Uh, I did not win. Uh, I have no hard feelings against anybody, against my opponent, and least of all, the people of California. Uh, We got our message through as well as we could. The Cuban thing uh, did not enable us to get it through in the two critical weeks that we wanted to, but nevertheless, we got it through, and it is the people's choice. They have chosen Mr. Brown, they have chosen his leadership, and I can only have hope that uh, that leadership will now become more decisive. that it will move California ahead so that America can move ahead economically, morally, spiritually, so that we can have character and self-reliance in this country. This is what we need. This is what we need to move forward. One last thing. At the the outset, I said a couple of things with regard to the press that I noticed some of you looked a little irritated about. uh, And... uh, My philosophy with regard to the press has really never gotten through. And I want to to get it through. This cannot be said for any other American political figure today, I guess. Never in my 16 years of campaigning have I complained to a publisher, to an editor, about the coverage of a reporter. I believe a reporter has got a right to write it as he feels it. I believe if a reporter believes that one man ought to win rather than the other, whether it's on television or radio or the like, he ought to say so. I will say to the reporter sometimes that I think, well, look, uh, I wish you'd give my opponent uh, uh, the the same going over that you give me. And as I leave the press, all I can say is this. For 16 years, ever since the Hiss case, you've had a lot of fun. Uh... A lot of fun. Uh, you, you, you've, you've had an opportunity to, uh, to attack me, and I think I've given as good as I've taken. Uh, it was carried right up to the last day. Uh, I made a talk on television, a talk in which I made a flub, one of the few that I make, uh, not because I'm so good in television, but because I've done it a long time. I made a flub in which I said I was running for governor of the United States. The Los Angeles Times dutifully reported that. Mr. Brown, the last day, made a flub. A flub, incidentally, to the great credit of television that was reported. I don't say this bitterly, in which he said, I hope everybody wins. You vote the straight Democratic ticket, including Senator Keiko. I was glad to hear him say it, because I was for Keiko all the way. The Los Angeles Times did not report it. I think that it's time that our great newspapers, have at least the same objectivity, the same fullness of coverage that television has. And I can only say thank God for television and radio for keeping the newspapers a little more honest. Now, some newspapers don't fall in the category to which I have spoken, but uh, I can only say that uh, the great metropolitan newspapers in this field, they have a right to take every position they want on the editorial page. But on the news page, They also have a right to have reporters, cover men, who have strong feelings whether they're for or against a candidate. But the responsibility also is to put a few Greenbergs on, on the candidate they happen to be against, whether they're against him on the editorial page or just philosophically deep down. A fellow on who at least will report what the man says. That's all anybody can ask. But apart from that, I just want to say this. Among the great papers in this country that people say that I uh, should be concerned about are uh, uh, the Louisville Courier-Journal, the New York Post, uh, the Milwaukee Journal, the Fresno and the Sacramento Bee. I couldn't be uh, disagree with that more. I want newspapers. If they're against a candidate, I want them to say it. Uh, I believe they should say it. I don't mind reporters saying it. Uh, I would hope that in the future, uh, as a result of of, uh, this campaign, that perhaps they would try at least simply to see that both candidates say, as reported, that if they have questions to ask of one candidate, they ask the same questions of the other candidate. Last point. I leave you gentlemen now. And uh, you will now write it, you will interpret it, that's your right. But as I leave you, uh, I want you to know, <laughs> just think how much you're going to be missing. You don't have Nixon to kick around anymore. Because, gentlemen, this is my last press conference. And uh, it will be one uh, in which uh, I have uh, welcomed the opportunity to test wits with you. I have always respected you. I have sometimes disagreed with you. But unlike some people, I've never canceled a subscription to a paper. And also, I never will. I believe in reading what my opponents say. And I hope that what I have said today will at least make television, radio, the press, first recognize the great responsibility they have to report all the news. And second, recognize that they have a right and a responsibility that if they're against a candidate, give him the shaft. But also recognize if they give him the shaft, put one lonely reporter on the campaign who will report what the candidate says now and then. Thank you, gentlemen, and good day.